What up, Ring Crew Army, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode, we will be going over New Japan Pro Wrestling from March 5th all the way to March 9th. These are the preliminaries within the New Japan Cup, along with New Japan Cup first rounds. On the next podcast episode, you guys will be getting an in-depth breakdown analysis of the New Japan Cup first rounds between Chase Owens versus David Finley and Jay White versus Toa Hanare. But first, let's just do a quick recap from the 5th to the 9th. I'll be going over in general those match cards and giving you guys the highlights from each of the shows. But first, if you are brand new to the Square Circle podcast, I love to break down wrestling matches and give you my overall opinions about where creative is going, where story is going. If anybody can improve on anything, I'll give you that opinion as well. I love what I do. I thank you for listening to each and every podcast episode. This will be out in audio format over on anchor.fm forward slash Square Circle podcast. And also on the video side, on the YouTube side, help me get to that 100 subscriber goal. Head over to youtube.com forward slash Square Circle Podcast. And if you want to take the conversation further about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling and everything about the New Japan Cup, make sure to at me at Marie underscore Shadows. All right, guys, let's jump right into all of these matches. March 5th of the New Japan Cup of 2021 happened at Kirken Hall in Tokyo. The first match had the team of Yuya, Gabriel Kidd, and Honma taking on Doki, Zack Sabre Jr., and Suzuki. Within the New Japan Cup, Gabriel Kidd will face Zack Sabre Jr., which I will go over that fantastic match. Suzuki advances to the next round. He will be taking on Kenta in round two of the New Japan Cup. This match was okay. It was very great to see Yuya wrestle in the match and see how far he has come as a young lion. He has a very bright future ahead of him and he's doing really good. He took on Suzuki, which is a feat in itself. However, Suzuki came out on top and defeated Yuya in this match to pick up the victory. The second match had Bullet Club members Ishimori, Chase Owens, Yujiro, and Evil taking on Tiger Mask, David Finley, Yoshihashi, and Tanahashi. Tanahashi has a bye into the New Japan Cup, so he does not have to wrestle anybody in the first round, so he can rest easy and he's automatically through to the second round. The same thing with Evil. Evil also had a buy-in as well. He had no one to face in the first round, so he rests easy as well, and he'll be in the second round. Chase Owens goes against David Finley, like I mentioned earlier. We will go over that match in detail. And we have Yoshihashi versus Yujiro. We will go over that match as well. Ishimori and Tiger Mask do not have any matches in the New Japan Cup. The New Japan Cup is strictly for heavyweights to face Kota Ibushi on April 4th at Ryoku Sumo Hall at Sakura Genesis for the new world New Japan Pro Wrestling title. 
I'm not even sure if it's still going to have IWGP in it, but it probably will. But for the new title that Kota Ibushi wants to usher into New Japan Pro Wrestling, this match was really good as well. David Finley and Chase Owens put on a amazing show when they got into the ring and it was time for them to show off what they can do. The same thing with Yoshihashi and Yujiro as well. But unfortunately, Evil got the victory over Tiger Mask and that had allowed Bullet Club to win the second match of the night. The third match of that night had the United Empire, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay taking on Master Wado, Kojima and Tenzin. Tenzin and Ospreay will meet up in the New Japan Cup. Jeff Cobb has a victory over Kojima, so Jeff Cobb moves on to round two. He fought Kojima on the anniversary show, March 4th. So in this third match on the March 5th show was really good. I'm starting to get behind United Empire, which features Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay. I said it in the last podcast that I'm not really a huge Will Ospreay fan, but he has matured and I really do appreciate that from him. Jeff Cobb is just a master of power and he looks really good in the ring no matter what. Great Ocon still has me on the fence of whether I should boo him or cheer him. I still think that at one point in his life, he was probably a break dancer because of how he comes out in his entrance. There's like no groovy music to the United Empire theme song, but this guy makes it work. There's something about Great Ocon that will have me keep watching just because of how he looks, how he acts, how he believes in this Great Ocon character. So all props to him. Unfortunately, this match ended with Jeff Cobb doing his finisher, the tour of the islands onto Master Wado and gave United Empire a victory in this match. What I would like to point out, too, is that the way that they work together, their chemistry, their unity of the United Empire, it can eventually rival Bullet Club. Imagine later on we get United Empire versus Bullet Club. That would be kind of interesting. We'll have another Will Ospreay versus Jay White match. We can have Jeff Cobb taking on evil which he's going to do that in the new japan cup anyway but how about a formal regular long match that doesn't have to deal with a trophy winning or anything like that and great okan can definitely go up against any other member of the bullet club as well it'll be a really good matchup their energy and aggressiveness it's what is pushing me towards a what if United Empire versus Bullet Club down the line. Now let's get into the fourth match, which this is the New Japan Cup 2021 first round. We had Yano taking on Bad Luck Fale. Bad Luck Fale is coming back from being quarantined. And this match was straight up bullshit. Straight up bullshit. Yano is a master at manipulating the rules. Yano is a master at always getting out of tight situations where you know he should be losing. So in this match, it happened to be that Yano has a victory over Bad Luck Fale and will be moving on to the second round. Yano decided to tape Bad luck follows hands around the ring post and then proceed to do a low blow, get back into the ring and allow the referee to count 
Bad Luck Fale out of the match. So Yano won via countout. That is such a coward move. Yet everybody on Twitter and anywhere else wants to say that the Bullet Club has the most cheaters and that the Bullet Club is always using Gato and Jado and Dick Togo to their advantage to get the victory. But yet when Yano does it, when Yano does some bullshit thing during his matches, no one says a word. Conspiracy? I think so. So now come second round of the New Japan Cup, it is going to be Yano versus Great Okan. Good luck with that, Yano. Our next and last match of March 5th is the first round of the New Japan Cup. We had Goto taking on Tachi. This was a very excellent match between these two guys. Tachi is still not my favorite. Goto is growing on me. I know he can definitely take any wrestler to the max in his matches and whenever he's needed he'll be there he's such a great worker so goto got the victory over tachi with the gtr and he advances to the second round of the new japan cup on march 6th new japan pro wrestling was at otaku ota city general gymnasium and the first match that opened up the show was bullet club versus their respective new japan cup opponents so we had ishimori chase owens and jay white on one side versus yuya david finley and toa hanare the cool thing about this one is that we also had that wonderful jay white q a with chase owens on his Twitch channel. If you guys do not know, Chase Owens does have a Twitch channel. He primarily plays PUBG, but during his wonderful birthday stream on the next night, March 7th, which he didn't have to wrestle at all, he did a variety of games and we kept the hype going. And that was one of the best birthday streams I've ever been in. And we had guest appearances in the chat, such as Kevin Kelly and Gino Gambino. And also ELP, who is El Fantasmo. Those guys came by, wished him a happy birthday, said what's up, said what up to chat as well. And it was a really great hype train. I was there for the whole entire stream until I called it quits at around maybe like 1230-ish, 1 a.m. Eastern time when he was still playing. And... Chase appreciated that I stood there for the whole entire stream. And yeah, when you want to support your favorite streamer, who is also a professional wrestler, who's also part of the Bullet Club, you know, why not? Why not give back to the greatest sport that has ever given me all these great memories that I have, you know, that I talk about here on my podcast. And of course, if you guys ever want to hear some other stories that I have from being on the road, being ring crew for my WWE days and just all around wrestling knowledge let me know you guys have my twitter at mariana square shadows you can let me know what you want me to talk about on these podcast episodes other than you know talking about my favorite thing wrestling but anyway it was a wonderful jy q a jy did answer one of my questions and then i decided to try to make some trouble and chase owens read my trouble out loud 
and you guys received a video. I'll put a video together for it. So look out for that on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows and also on the YouTube side, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast. It was a pretty nice call out from Chase. But if I can get my troubles in at any time when these guys are talking about stuff and just take some harmless jabs, it's all good. You know, I like to joke around as much as the next person. So anyway, if you don't know, go over and visit Chase's Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash crown jewel BC. It's been a really awesome community there. And uh, again, Thanks to Jay White for doing that Q&A with us. And thanks for Chase being an amazing host. And also the mods that did a wonderful job to try to keep the peace in that chat. So back to this first round match. It was a 20-minute time limit. It was really good. Yuya managed to show off his skills. He was fighting against Ishimori. Chase and David Finley were showing off their skills, both of them fighting against each other. And obviously, Hinare and Jay White fighting against each other. Hinare definitely wanted a piece of Jay White. Jay White still believes that Hinare is not up to his level and he doesn't really matter to Jay White at all. But for years, Hinari has been told that you're never going to make it, that you're not worthy and that no one really cares about you and you don't matter. So that sort of fuels him and gets him angry because he wants to prove his worth in professional wrestling and any other thing that he does. And he also wants to prove that he could definitely take on Jay White. However... Hinari is not on the same level as Jay White. And when we come to their one-on-one match, I will definitely go in depth into that match. You guys will hear my analysis and everything like that. So Ishimori got the victory over Yuya with the bloody cross. Our second match saw United Empire taking on Bushi, Sonata, and Naito. So on the other side of United Empire was Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Great Khan. None of these guys are facing each other in the New Japan Cup, not even in the second round. This was a very good short match. Again, Jeff Cobb has so much power. He defeated Bushi with the Tour of the Islands. And now we get into one of three matches for the New Japan Cup 2021 first round we had Suzuki fighting Hanma this was an okay match it was very traditional very map based style wrestling we have Suzuki going over Hanma Suzuki picked up the victory via the gotch style power driver so he advances to the second round our second match for the New Japan Cup 2021 first round had Kenta versus Juice Robinson. Now, when this was first announced that both Juice Robinson and David Finley were in this cup, I was like, why? It felt kind of weird and off, but they are considered heavyweights, even though they are a tag team to begin with. And I believe they are the only tag team to be in the New Japan Cup. Having them both in the New Japan Cup does give the tournament a breath of fresh air. I just don't think that Juice Robinson can overthrow Kenta. So this match was pretty good back and forth. However, Kenta picks up the victory over Juice Robinson with the game over 
finisher. So we see Kenta advancing to round two. And for the final third match for the New Japan Cup 2021 first round, we saw Okada versus Shingo. This match was amazing. I don't really watch a lot of Shingo matches, but there's something special about him and him fighting Okada. But then again, Okada makes everyone look like a million bucks. The only difference in this match is that we know that Okada is working with two slip discs in his back. And you can see sometimes the pain on his face when there are certain moves done or when his back is hit or, you know, just him taking certain type of bumps. So I knew from that report that Okada was definitely not going to advance in the second round. And there goes my bracket. I'm not even upset that Okada is not going to advance to the second round. I'd rather have Okada, you know, unfortunately, he has to finish the tour. If not, I would have told him, yo, you got to get that checked out. I don't want Okada to suffer more damage anywhere else because he has not taken care of those two slip discs in his back. It was a very fantastic match. However, Shingo does get the victory over Okada with the last of the dragon finisher and advances to the second round. The March 7th show of New Japan Pro Wrestling was at Yamanashi. The first match that opened up New Japan Pro Wrestling was Two Young Lions, Suji versus Yuya. These two guys were absolutely amazing in their match and a great way to start off the show. I was highly impressed by Suji and I was highly impressed by Yuya. Yuya has been teaming with other members of the New Japan roster and has been showing a really good amount of skill in the ring. And also the same thing with Suji whenever he teams up with anyone else. He also has a great amount of talent in the ring. And so does Gabriel Kidd. Gonna throw it out there too for him. Gabriel Kidd, Suji, and Yuya are doing fantastic in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I'm excited to see what their future holds down the line. I still need a Gabriel Kid versus Jay White match eventually, and obviously Suji and Yuya can pick the times of whenever they want to face Jay White, because I am totally convinced that whenever Jay White wakes up, he automatically thinks which young lion he's going to fuck with today. That's what I really think he does. And it's definitely going to be mentioned when I talk about his match with Toa Hanare in the other podcast episode. So back to the Young Lion match. It had a lot of emotions going through it. Suji would either get the upper hand on Yuya, Yuya getting the upper hand on Suji. Both of them trying to out-wrestle the other one until finally Suji comes in and gets the victory over Yuya with a toke. And I was surprised that Suji would get the victory over Yuya. I didn't really have like a favorite to be like, oh, this person is going to win. But sometimes when you get that small window of opportunity and that little mini upset, you're sort of like, wow, what did I just watch? Did I miss something? Do I have to go back and watch it again? But Suji managed to pick up the victory over Yuya. And and at the end, Yuya was really upset about it. But Yuya did a very wonderful job in this match against Suji. Both of these guys are going to be top contenders in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And there's just something about Suji that's sort of adorable. 
I would also like to mention too that the more times that Jay White messes with the Young Lions, Gabe, Suji, and Yuya, you sort of form an emotional attachment to these guys and you want to tune in to watch their matches and see them grow and Jay White makes you care for these guys in every single interaction that he does with the Young Lions. And that's a very good thing to do. The second match of the New Japan show on March 7th had Great Okan teaming with Jeff Cobb to take on Hanma and Kojima. This was an interesting matchup. Again, Jeff Cobb is full of power. Jeff Cobb got the victory over Hanma with the Tour of the Islands. Our third match had on one side Sho, Goto, Ishii, Okada, the group known as Chaos, taking on Bushi, Naito, Sonata, and Shingo. We already know that Shingo has a victory over Okada, so Shingo is moving on to the second round. We do know that it is going to be Ishii versus Sonata whenever these two guys get into the ring. And this is why I appreciate Ishii so much, especially why in my predictions for who's going to advance in the New Japan Cup, there is a reason why I wanted an Ishii versus Jay White part two. It's because in this matchup between Ishii and Sonata in the cup, Ishii stares these like death daggers into his opponents. It's like he's looking into someone's soul. And that sort of bothers me. Like, I would definitely break eye contact. Like, I can't look into your eyes for that long, especially for whatever reason. And that might be an intimidation tactic that people may take advantage of if they do that to me. But honestly, if Ishii did that to me, I would definitely be on edge and nervous. And I'll just be like, can you stop staring into my soul? So every time him and Sonata are eye to eye, these two guys are looking into each other's souls and seeing which one will probably back down first. And their match for the New Japan Cup was fantastic, and I'll get into it when I get there. But Ishii just does a phenomenal job without saying anything, and the looks that he gives, the mannerisms that he gives, that's all part of wrestling and drama and tactics to get you behind the wrestler. And that's why I'm a fan of Ishii, and I'm also a fan of Sonata and... Those are two really good guys to have in the ring. So for this match, Shingo got the victory over Sho with the Last of the Dragon as the finisher. The next match on the card is the first round New Japan Cup 2021, which had Gabriel Kidd versus Zack Sabre Jr. This is an instant classic. This definitely needs to go on the best match of March. And... Gabriel Kidd has improved ever since being on the indies in the UK and then coming to New Japan Pro Wrestling and stepping up his game. He may not have gotten the victory over Zack Zaber Jr. I really wanted him to get the upset victory over Zack Zaber Jr., but that did not happen. He does not need to beat himself up about losing. It's okay. He was almost there. He almost got the victory over Zack Zaber Jr. Their match displayed a lot of wrestling ability, technical ability. It was basically two Brits going at it. And, you know, it's basically mat style wrestling, chain style wrestling, not a lot of flips. Everything was cerebral and everything was who can get out of this move or this hold and definitely do joint manipulation. And I honestly thought that the way that the preliminaries was happening when 
Gabriel Kidd was to fight with Zack Sabre Jr., that because Gabriel Kidd was increasing his wrestling ability, he might have found a way to break Zack Sabre Jr.'s momentum and armor to get the upset victory. But that really wasn't the case. Zack Sabre Jr. got the victory over Gabriel Kidd with the triangle choke. But Gabriel Kidd is still a gem in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he is one wrestler to look out for and to jump on the bandwagon to give him your support because wrestling is amazing. The final match of the March 7th New Japan Pro Wrestling show had another first round New Japan Cup 2021 match. We saw Will Ospreay taking on Tenzin. I don't know too much about Tenzin, so I can't really dive deep into his story and lore and his career, but we all know Will Ospreay. And like I said, Will Ospreay has definitely matured over the years as being a professional wrestler. And this match was really good. I really enjoyed watching a Will Ospreay match to try to advance to the second round. And Will Ospreay does advance to the second round of the New Japan Cup of 2021. And he used Stormbreaker as his finisher to pick up the victory over Tenzin. Now we come to March 9th. New Japan Pro Wrestling was at Yokohama. And the first match of the night had Evo teaming up with Yujiro, Bad Luck Fale, creating the Bullet Club, taking on Yuya, Yoshihashi, and Yano. I would like to say that Yuya is definitely the star of this match. He gave it his all against the Bullet Club members and he was doing fantastic. And also in this match, we will see Yoshi taking on Yujiro in the New Japan Cup. So they also fought each other in this match. And obviously Yano and Bad Luck Fale also had some in-ring time. But overall, Yuya is a very impressive wrestler. So... Evil got the victory over Yuya, even though Yuya put up one hell of a fight. And Yuya tapped out to the Scorpion Deathlock that Evil had placed on him in order to win the match. The second match on the card had the United Empire, Great Okan, Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb taking on Gabriel Kidd, Hanma, and Kojima. This was also another fun match, but poor Gabriel Kidd had to get beat up by the Multiple finishers that were done on him. Jeff Cobb picks up the victory over Gabriel Kidd with the Tour of the Islands. And now we get to the third match of this March 9th New Japan Pro Wrestling show, which was very interesting. So we had Bullet Club facing their respective New Japan Cup opponents. On one side, we had Gato, Chase, Kenta, and Jay White taking on Hinare, Finley, Juice Robinson, and Tanahashi. This was a very good match back and forth. Hinare proved that he wanted to be taken seriously and he went after Gato and he picks up the victory over Gato with a modified Death Valley bomb. Jay White was trying to get Gato out of there, but they rode Gato out. And during the backstage comments, Jay White was questioning. Why does everyone think that when they take out Gato, they have something against Jay White as if that will matter to Jay White or mess with Jay White's psyche? If we're being honest, Jay White can definitely 
take out anyone and everyone, even without interference. Jay White has a very unique in-ring psychology with every single wrestler that he faces. I don't think he ever had matches that were two of the same. Of course, when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling and they do preliminary matches before the big matches when it comes to their big events, you might see some repeated wrestling sequences that you saw in the preliminaries. But other than that, I think we always get a fresh new match when it comes to Jay White when it gets to the day of the big event for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that's what I appreciate about Jay White and his work ethic. His work ethic is way better than most that I know and follow. And it's very easy to understand. And like I said, if Gato was never in Jay White's corner, Jay White will still be winning matches. And Jay White will still be cutting the amazing promos that he does with or without Gato there. But even if Gato is there, Jay White does 95% of the work. And at every turn, his opponent doesn't really know how to counter Jay White fully. Jay White will pull out moves that no other wrestler would do. If a wrestler is charging at him, he'll drop down. So that way the wrestler doesn't try to grab a hold of him or shoulder tackle him or just, you know, hurt him. Jay White sometimes smartly rolls out of the ring to not only catch his breath, but also catch his opponent off guard. Not many wrestlers in New Japan Pro Wrestling are comfortable fighting on the outside. Jay White is comfortable fighting on the outside and even inside the ring. And that makes him dangerous. That makes him a very calculated wrestler. And no one should definitely overlook his talents and abilities just because he has Gato in his side and Gato is always trying to interfere. And sometimes it gets a little tiring. It really does. But at the end of the day, Jay White competes in his matches at 95% while Gato takes care of the 5% to make sure that his asset is still number one, still on top. And this is still his era. And of course... JY allows everyone to breathe with a switchblade at the end of the matches. So even if Hinare at this point of the New Japan Pro Wrestling show got the victory over Gato, Jay White does not care because Jay White still feels that Hinare is not on his level and Jay White still believes that Hinare doesn't matter in this competition at all. So Congratulations to Hanare on getting the victory over Gato with that modified Death Valley bomb. But he's going to need a lot more to pull out an upset victory over Jay White, which he is not going to do. And that's not a spoiler because everyone knows that it's true. That's not going to happen. But he needs to find something that will maybe have him get the upset victory over Jay White in this tournament. If not, Hanare needs to go back to square one and rework everything the fourth match for this show had show goto and okada taking on bushi naito and shingo this was an interesting match really nice goto manages to pick up the victory over bushi doing the gtr and now we come to the first round of the new japan cup 2021 we saw nagata taking on suji 
And Suji was my pick for the upset victory over Nagata as well. I really wanted the young lions of Suji and Gabriel Kidd going over in their respective tournament matches. But, you know, New Japan is not going to give me that. New Japan is going to continue to fuck up my brackets just because. But I'm having the best time of my life trying to predict who's going to go over, who's not going to go over, and having fun while doing it. So don't think that's a knock to New Japan Pro Wrestling. So if you guys want some cool background, trivia, or history, Nagata have faced Kurt Angle at Wrestle Kingdom 2. So Suji is in there with a legend. But obviously, Suji already knows that. And Suji versus Nagata was a very good match, a very feel-good match. You could definitely tell that it's obviously legend versus students you could definitely tell that some of the wrestling sequences in this match was meant for beginners and that's how it felt but it did not overtake the whole entire match it was still a good matchup between Nagata and Suji and a really good beginner type of match for people to watch and learn and just experience the feeling of watching this unfortunately I really thought that Suji was going to get the upset victory, but that didn't happen. Nagata got the victory over Suji with the backdrop hold, and that allowed Nagata to move on to the second round. And now we come to the main event of March 9th, which had Ishii versus Sonata. This is for the New Japan Cup of 2021 first round. And like I said, this match was amazing it was technical all around and it really made you feel like Ishii could have gotten the upset victory over Sonata Sonata is very technically sound and so is Ishii and they gave nothing but a hundred percent I really do enjoy watching these matches so Sonata picks up the victory against Ishii with a rounding body press. And he advances to the second round of the New Japan Cup. So that has been my analysis from March 5th all the way to March 9th. Second round of the New Japan Cup of 2021 begins on March 11th, which over there in Japan by the time that I am recording this is already March 11th over here in the States. It is March 10th. So let's just quickly go over who's going to be facing on those dates because new Japan pro wrestling is really trying to make this thing go quicker than what it should be on March 11th. We have evil versus Jeff Cobb. We have a member from bullet club taking on a member from the United empire. Jeff Cobb is full of power, full of strength. Evil is full of darkness and bullet club tactics who will come out on top. My pick for this is going to be evil. Evil advances over Jeff Cobb. That is going to be my prediction for this match. On that same day, we are going to be having Yano versus Great Okan. Yano is from Chaos. Great Okan is from the United Empire. Just because I do not like Yano at all, Great Okan is going to get the victory over Yano and advance onto the third round. That is my prediction. On the 13th of March, we are going to be having Goto versus Shingo. This is going to be a fantastic match. I do not have a 
winner per se for this one. But if I had to pick, I believe that Goto will be going over Shingo. That is a very bold prediction from myself. I know. On that same day, on March 13th, we are going to be seeing Kenta versus Suzuki. That's going to be one hell of a match. And unfortunately, I do know that there is a lot of Suzuki fans out there. And I could see why Suzuki is another intimidating wrestler that I would definitely not want to cross paths with. If we could be friends, that'd be great. But if I've ever asked to take a bump from him or anything, I don't know. I would have to definitely be worked up or bribed in some way to take a bump for Suzuki. But other than that, no. I'll probably just do it for Kenta because Kenta doesn't scare me like Suzuki. But in this matchup of Kenta versus Suzuki, I will have Kenta going over. We need Bullet Club members to go over in this New Japan Cup. And we'll see what happens when we get to the finals for Bullet Club stuff. Then on March 14th, we will have the matchup of Osprey versus Zack Zaber Jr. The cool thing about this is that I believe Zack Zaber Jr. and Osprey have fought 14 times, and how ironic that this match would be on March 14th. Who do I have going over? I don't know. This is the first time that I can't really pick between the two. Zack Zaber Jr. is one hell of a technical wrestler. One day I want my client JD Alpha to face Zack Zaber Jr. in either New Japan Pro Wrestling, maybe with this partnership with AEW, or maybe in Ring of Honor if they want to get in on this. I don't know. But I would definitely love to see that matchup one day. JD Alpha versus Zack Zaber Jr. Somebody book it. But if I had a pick... And I'm not too fond of Will Ospreay, but I'll give Will Ospreay the benefit of the doubt. I will say that Zack Zebra Jr. will get the upset victory over Will Ospreay. Also on that day, March 14th, we will see Nagata taking on Sonata. This is a very easy one. Sonata will get the victory over Nagata. Those are going to be your second round fights. Just between March 5th and March 9th, I have yet to talk about the March 10th matchups. So on that podcast episode, you guys will be hearing the rest of the second round matchups. Just know that the second round matchup starts on March 11th, and I hope you guys enjoy all those second round matches. If you do not have a subscription to New Japan World, I highly suggest you buy one so you can follow along with me on this podcast episode. I love what I do. I love talking about professional wrestling, and I hope that this podcast episode brings you some type of value into your life and you experience professional wrestling in a different way when I explain things about it because I just so love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been all for me. I hope you enjoyed it all. If you did, show this podcast episode some love. I'm over on anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. I'm also on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. I am also on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast. Help me hit that 100 subscriber goal so I can get that special URL to tell you where to go. And we can all be one happy wrestling community and wrestling family. I thank you guys for all the listens. I thank you guys for all the comments, all the shares, all the loves. Make sure to hit that subscribe 
subscribe button. Drop me a comment down below. Hit that like button and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode for when I drop it. I truly love talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. I just love talking about wrestling in general. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.